What is up, beautiful people? Oh man, it's been a minute. I know. Don't don't chastise me too quick. Uh, if you're stuck in there and you still listen to me, uh, thank you. First of all, that's, uh, that's the main thing I have to say. Uh, I know I'm a poor, 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 poor podcaster. Um, and the main thing is really, I just be caught up in everything that is going on. And there is something to be said about getting things out of your head and getting them on paper, or in this case, get them on the microphone. And be, be, between the time that you've thought about it and you've thought about everything you want to say, and then you, you formulated so many different plans in your brain, and then you never get to the microphone because life comes up and you forget it. <laughs> By the time you get to the microphone, you're forgotten pretty much everything you wanted to say to begin with. Uh, but so let's see what we're going to start out at. Uh, let's do this. Uh, I'm going to come back. This is going to be just the introduction. I definitely want to thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you for coming back. Any new listeners that happen to hear this, I definitely thank you for tuning in and giving me a chance. Uh, today, tonight, I'm going to talk about my feelings on Ukraine and Russia. If you've heard any of my other podcasts, you pretty much know how I feel. That hasn't changed. Uh, I'm going to talk about the slap. Uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock and just my take on it all uh, it's sad to me I was really sad when I saw it uh, but for a few different reasons uh, it's just a bunch of general stuff, uh, probably best Twitter stuff uh, the power of Elon Musk uh, and just um, I don't know, just, just general stuff that'd be my last subject, just general stuff <laughs> so uh, I'm going to get back with y'all real quick a uh, quick break, and I'm going to start off with uh, my feelings on Ukraine and Russia. It's going to be quick, honestly. Uh, I don't have much to say about it. Anything different than what I've always said. Just going to build on that a little bit. So, I'll be right back. Thank you. All right, so Ukraine and Russia, black state. Um, first of all, before I get started, I want to thank you. I want to apologize. I'm kind of nasally. Uh, you know, springtime, allergies and everything are really, really kicking up. So uh, please just bear with me. I know it's kind of annoying. Uh, I'm a little nasally on the backside. And I'll be doing that quite a bit. Uh, just taking a moment to take a quick, uh, you know, pause for a second. But uh, Russia and Ukraine, uh, again, I'm, I'm going to keep this quick, honestly. I'm not going to get into the politics about it all because I don't think none of what we're seeing are real. I don't think anything that's coming across is real, honestly. I don't, I don't believe uh, in this Zelensky cat. Retract that. I do believe in him. I believe that he is an actor. And I believe that uh, it's all for television. I do know the real people are getting killed uh, on both sides, Russian and Ukraine. Uh, I do know that for sure. Uh, that's no joke. Uh, but I do not think it's. I do not think it is playing out uh, the way we're being told it's playing out, or it's designed the way we're told it's designed. Um, Russia's whole initial 
approach to attacking its neighbor country to me was ignorant uh, which is one reason why I feel like it's not exactly everything that we think it is there's no way if I'm going to attack a country that I know I can I have more weapons better weapons etc etc then I'm not sending my troops on their borders uh, to the tune of 150,000 as a first attack no I'm going to bomb them with planes and bombs and uh, then send my troops in to see what's left basically so uh, that's the first thing I would never I, I just don't I don't I don't see a ground offensive being the first move in this a smart move you know I could be wrong maybe Putin's dumb I don't know uh, I don't feel like he is though and so that leaves me to pretty much discredit the whole situation I personally think uh, that it could be a ploy to get America so deeply involved and, he, and Joe Biden may be in on it who knows but just so deeply involved to help continue the bankrupts the bankruption how do you the bank I just put it in a different way it's a way to get America to quasi bankrupt itself in credibility and pretty much bankroll Ukraine who may be working in cahoots with Russia um Putin is not going to be Russia's leader forever. I don't think so. I could see a I could see a stage set where Zelensky takes over both Putin and Ukraine. I could see a, a, a setting where not only does he take over both, Putin gets to go and live his life like he wants to live, and Ukraine gets to seize power, uh, or in this case, it would be the they may change the name. It may not be Russia no more. They may just make it all Ukraine. You never know. But with the money that America is giving them, with the opportunity that America is giving them to come over and invade America, basically, because, and this is my thing, migrants are one thing. Like from South America, uh, Haiti, that's one thing. That's what America is used to. You can't just walk <laughs> from Ukraine to America across the border. All right. That has to be a completely funded venture. Okay. Um, and that's what's happening. These people are migrants to a certain extent as they are. Um, a, this is a second wave of basically the Italians and the Germans and the Bulgarians, the Irish, whatever you want, who all of them, Caucasian groups, coming to America. And they already don't like blacks. And that is just part of the, that's part of what's, what it is. And I think this is, um, this is more of a whitewash of America, is what I want to call it. Uh, so I think it's a situation where, um, they need to create an event to make this more acceptable. And that's what we have, honestly. Uh, I don't believe it's a war as much as it is a, a an event that needed to happen, that they wanted to happen, uh, to make America white is whiter, uh, you know, white again, to a certain extent. They're not going to be interracially dating. 
when they get over here. <laughs> That's at least 20 years away uh, for them. So um, <clears throat> we're in for a different regime change in America and even that part of Europe. Uh, and I don't believe it's so much a war as it is just a regime change and something that needs to happen. And it's really the only way it could be accepted across all lines uh, is to make, you know, the boogeyman, Russia, Putin, he's a boogeyman, and they had to build a hero, uh, which is Zelensky. He's a hero in this situation. And uh, he's going to take over, I believe, both Ukraine and Russia, whether it's a, was through a uh, mutual Putin uh, giving up power, uh, war crimes type of situation. Something, something is gonna make Zelensky. Uh, is gonna put him in power of both countries. In my opinion, of course, I don't have foreign affairs experience. I've never been to Europe, uh, so I don't know. You know, I could be hundred percent wrong. But just from my little seat here, I believe that's what's going on. I don't think it's as cut and dry as just Putin's bad guy who wants to take over Ukraine. He rushes his people to the border of Ukraine. And Ukraine is just super tough. They're just way more tougher than the Russians. They just need to start shooting them down. They're winning. Even though they're smaller and less equipped. And then, you know, Zelensky is such a soldier, a warrior, who used to be an actor, that he's just all of a sudden just a hero. Eh, nah, 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 nah. It sounds way too far-fetched. It sounds like a TV story. Really, it sounds like something that you make up on TV. That's exactly what it sounds like. And I think that's exactly what it is. Scenario number two is Russia and Ukraine could be in cahoots because, I mean, honestly, uh, who are you going to trust if you're Ukraine? Would you trust Russia more so than you would America? I would. They're right there. Versus America is far away. And you'll never know who regime change, regime change in America is going to bring you. So, here we bankrolling them, giving them all these weapons, all this money, letting the people come over here for nothing. We're going to support them as well when they get here. And then uh, they could be completely, you know, in a unification plan with Russia. And we will have no idea until it's too late. And so, um, with Russia going to the gold backed ruble, uh, that would be big. And so, you know, we could have that situation. Or it could be a little bit of everything, honestly. But I do not believe it's what we're seeing right now in the news. Uh, I don't think Zelensky is a hero at all. Um, I think it's more... I, th- I just think it's more propaganda than anything, than anything, honestly. And um, that's where I stand on that. So, um, yeah, I know. I'm not going to give you any facts that I could go and Google or... Any, any of that stuff. I'm just going off common knowledge of just, you know, common sense, honestly. If my neighbor, if I want to attack my neighbor and take over their country, and I know I outgun I them, I outmissile them, I outwar technology them, I'm not sacrificing my men, period, point blank. Just off the humble. I'm, I'm not going to do that. That just doesn't make any sense to me. When America attacked uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, not sorry, Ravi, but Kuwait. Uh, it should have been sorry, Ravi. But when we attacked Kuwait, it was not done. Uh, you know, we're gonna send all these troops over here via boat and you know surround the country. 
no. We sent our vessels, our, our, our big, you know, gunships, and we sent planes. Um, and we bombed them. We missiled them. <laughs> and then, <laughs> later on, with our troops marching in on them, you know, and just finish off, you know, uh, what, what could and what wouldn't go away. Uh, so, the same thing, you know, that's why the Taliban weighed us out. Uh, because it, it would make it made no sense to continue a, a ground siege. Uh, they said, "Well, they're not going to attack us on the ground. We'll go. We'll go ahead and we'll wait them out. We'll fight skirmishes here and there, but we'll wait them out until they just get tired." Um, that's what happens when you're so far away. Your next door neighbor, it, it, it would make no it would make no sense to wait them out. You could just completely obliterate them. Literally, if that's what your goal is. And if you're going to do a war, that would be your goal. Considering Putin did not do that, I don't believe it's all about war, honestly. I believe there's a lot going on that we don't know about. And a lot of people are not willing to take their blinders off and see that something is not right about this. Um... And they're willing to because it's a bunch of white people, white-skinned people. Uh, they look like them. They, you know, feel like them, etc., etc. Then they are willing to back this mess and uh, believe anything that's said. And unfortunately, we have so much, so many cowardice black senators and uh, black um, Congress people just not willing to say anything because they, they're, they're still just in slavery honestly uh, they're still Jim Crow uh, mindsets that believe that if a black person speaks up out of turn then they'll be booted out and uh, that's basically they want to make sure they don't upset the apple cart they can put the black caucus they can put black whatever they want to on everything they want to but they're not, they, don't, they don't understand with the people for real so um, it's a shame uh, even even the even the ADL disappointed me uh, with the acceptance of these Nazis because they say <laughs> these Nazis don't kill them they don't kill Jews <laughs> so <laughs> they cool so you know uh, that's a shame that's very shameful to me um, in my opinion what do I know I don't know anything um, I believe very um, I have a lot of faith in the ADL in the way that they fight for their people. Uh, but um, hearing the ADL spokesperson say that uh, really made me question that um, because I know the Jewish people used to be a real big uh, aid they were a real big aid and are um, when it comes to the fight for civil rights uh, the civil rights movement back in the day uh, a lot of Jewish people died uh, to helping blacks achieve civil rights uh, so um, I was kind of disappointed in that and knowing that um, there's a, a a big hate group in Ukraine uh, that's a part of this situation, I mean, I expect Joe Biden not to care because you know we know his history. If you you know you just you just gotta Google that. He's not been the biggest helper of the black race. Uh, he's not the biggest supporter of black economics or black kids going to school. Well, a lot of different things like that. If you just you know if you just check. Um, and so, um, you know, he's all about Katanji, uh, which, you know, a couple of weeks ago I talked about, um, Katanji, I'm sorry, 
uh, she is black woman and regardless of how she feels about a lot of different things I'm going to root for her and so uh, it just is what it is you can call it what you want to call it I don't care um, but we've got to understand that you know that's what it's about so there's that but he's not always been a big supporter because you know the the actual real first black civil court uh, not civil court but su- Supreme Court Justice uh, nominated by a Republican he uh, he voted against twice. So uh, do your research on that. Uh, so you know all this this fronting and faking right now is not believable, honestly. So does that. So that's really all I got to say about that situation. Uh, I don't believe that Ukraine is uh, what we're seeing to be valid. Uh, I believe Russia and Ukraine, in some shape, form, or fashion, are in cahoots and um, whether the Biden presidency is a part of that or not, I'm not sure. Uh, but I believe they have a crooked place to play in that because they've allocated so much funds, so many weapons, so many everything. Uh, the the whole uh, rescue, everything has just been pretty friggin' sad, especially considering um, Afghanistan, Yemen, uh, heck, multiple African countries, uh, Egypt, Libya, uh, Sudan. Uh, y- you can go on and on and on. Uh, and America does not lift a thumb <laughs> to help any of them. Uh, did I say Afghanistan? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So America does not care. Uh, and Everything that came to fruition for the Ukrainians, it just to me is not is not right. So that's my thought. That's what Black has to say. Blackout. Up next, I'll be talking about the slap uh, and just to m- my opinion on what it really meant and why it happened. In my opinion, uh, so and what I think should have happened immediately afterwards. And I think you'll be surprised. Uh, to what I'm going to say on this. Uh, Black be back. say I am you know I honestly was going to make a a video on that uh, it, it, that's how it impacted me I wanted to make a video just talking about how I felt about it uh, that's how that's how bad I felt after seeing what Will Smith did to Chris Rock um, I love Will Smith uh, and I love Chris Rock and uh, I just love, <laughs> uh, duh, I love blackness, right? Uh, I love successful, I love black people. Well, not successful or, or, or not successful, I love black people. Uh, but uh, being the age I am, uh, seeing Chris Rock and Will Smith in any situation makes me happy. Uh, so uh, in this situation, it's why it made me sad. 
it didn't make me mad it just made me sad because um and I don't want to get into to Will Smith's marriage uh, or anything to that effect. I don't want to talk about it from that point of view um, of just the fact that, you know, everything that, you know, him and his wife have been through. And, and quiet is kept. Um, Will Smith signed up for all of that. So, uh, you know, I'm not here to say, you know, oh, it was Jada, she's a hoe and blah, blah, blah. Nah, I think, I think when you go that route, you're going the wrong route. Um, do I think she's immature? Do I think uh, that she is um, a lower grade um, as far as society uh, mentality, should I say, than what Will thought he was getting? Or maybe the, that's what he wanted. I don't know. I will say that much. Uh, I don't think that they are on par as far as that goes. But uh, as far as... Um, just everything that does that has transpired over the over their life together I think that is what came out in this situation and um, that is just one of those situations that is a very 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 messed up thing for real um, I think we'll just really really just you know that's crazy. Uh, that is crazy. I, I don't understand. I do understand. I do understand. And uh, before I even get into Chris Rock, I'm going to talk about Will Smith just from my point of view. Um, I'm looking right at his book right now and I turn my head to the right. I got Will right here the book Wheel uh, with Mark Manson Penguin Press I seen him uh, on the interview with Oprah and uh, my wife my wife and I and my son were watching it and I said we're buying that book because I want to know all I can about Will Smith even more than I didn't already know because I love me some Will Smith um one of my favorite rap songs is Summertime. I think it's an eternal song. I think as soon as I see the sun come up and uh, I start seeing the, the flowers blossom. I know it's spring, but as soon as the sun comes out and the heat hits, I think of Summertime. And uh, to me, that shows me that, you know, this that song, uh, it just brings back great memories and, and fond memories of some of picnics and just in that situation when I think of Will Smith Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is something I grew up with obviously um, and uh, it was a must see and we fell in love with Will Smith and um, Independence Day I Am Legend I mean I'm skipping around but Will Smith is the man you feel me he's the man he's everything uh, that's a black man you know you look at Will Smith and you say yeah he got it all uh, getting jiggy with it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Miami, you know what I mean? Like all that, you know what I'm saying? He ain't, he ain't got to be hardcore to be hard, you know what I'm saying? That's that's the Will Smith we know and love, and um, but I know why when he looked at Jada and he seen she was sad and all her little feelings are hurt, 
I know why he wouldn't did what he did. It's not justifiable. I can't justify it because he was wrong, 100% wrong. But I know why he did it. And he did it because he's trying to earn her favor still. Because he will. Will is a man out of his depths with Jada. Always have been. Always has been. Jada is made for that gangster love. She's made for that hardcore, beat a brother up, get my money, bitch better have my money. That's 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 what Jada is. There's nothing wrong with that. I understand it, man. I get it. Them women are sexy. Don't get me wrong. I I, I know. I've been on the road. They 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 sexy. And they they something about them. They always ready to have sex. They always, you know what I'm saying? It's like Will said, you know, he he was in a he was in a marathon trying to please her. You know. I get it hundred percent. But see, when you someone like Will, who although you have that side in you, but common sense tells you that side doesn't pay the bills. See that that side doesn't doesn't separate you from the bottom of the burrow. See, there's, there's no when you're a black man, there's no middle ground. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. You see, even a lot of black people don't don't get that. We want they want to play the middle. They want to play the middle with being like, I can be you know kind of gangster and still you know get what I want to get in life. Now you can't because what happens is. That always catches up with you. The kind of gangster always catches up with you. No matter what you think you're doing, no matter how you feel like you being separate, no matter how you feel like you know I'm doing this on the side, and you know, and, and then you know what I'm saying, but I'm I'm a I'm a pretty boy here, or I'm a good guy here. I walk my granny to church every Sunday. All that it catches up with you. There's no hiding that. There's no. There's no, there's no, there's, there's always retribution. There's no uh, rebuttal. Uh, not rebuttal. That's not what I'm looking for. There's always retribution, but there's no, there's no get back. There's no umbrella. Doesn't keep you hidden from that. You may pull off a couple of years. You know, normally it's about a couple of months. But Will's money and Will's common sense, his crew around him, he's been able to pull it off for a couple of decades. But see, that woman, she don't change. And that's Will's problem. And I don't never want to see a family break up. Ever, 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 ever. But that is what that woman's problem is. That's what Will's problem is, that woman. And uh, her continuous need to just be something that she isn't. She can't wake up from the ghetto dream. She finds pride in that. She finds solace in that. And there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you're about. You know what I'm saying? And that's why she had so much love for Pop. Because even though Pop went to Juilliard, Pop was well-read, he couldn't escape. He thought the thug life meant my openness. And if I teach, tell you who I am, you should accept me. Well, what people don't care who you are if you can make them money. And they they cool as long as you ain't coming after their daughter. You know what I'm saying? They cool. But see, black people, we can't separate 
the two worlds. You're going to have your gangsters and you're going to have your, your people who ain't gangsters. <laughs> As Chris Rock said, you can have your black people and you can have your niggas. Period, point blank. And unfortunately, as much as these two worlds may collide, they have to say, if you want to be part of one, you've got to embrace that fully. And accept everything that comes with it. And unfortunately, with Will Smith, you had a black person. And with Jetty, you had a nigga. And Will was always trying to please that nigga. And that's his problem. And um, I think Will Smith found a lot of disappointment in his life because uh, while he's out working and doing whatever he was doing, his kids weren't becoming what he thought they were going to become with her. Uh, they are definitely different if you if you read the way that he was raised. And people, I'm going to tell you something, people. You can try to deny the way you're raised and you can try to act like it means nothing you can try to you know sidestep it all you want to and you're going to change the world but see if what's in you is what's in you and that's how it is to it and uh, when you look at them kids and you got to ask yourself man Will's got to ask yourself what did I do wrong not saying he ain't going to love his kids he loves his kids because he's a father He's a, you know, he loves his kids. That's not what I'm talking about. But that disappointment is there. Especially when he looks at his son and he thinks, man, what, what is going on here? And at 14, his daughter's writing a letter to a man she ain't never even met, who I guess her mom must have told her should have been her daddy. That tells you a lot right there, me and Tupac. Um, so I think. All that combined made him, when he seen her face, he had to do something. Something that she would respect. She was not going to respect uh, a Will coming over her and, and hugging up and saying, baby, it's okay. I think you're beautiful. I love you. You. She wouldn't, she wouldn't respect that. She was only going to respect the ultimate sign of disrespect towards Chris Rock. That's what Will went for. She wanted to see it on the biggest stage. She wanted to see him put himself in the mud. And that's what she got. That's why she was happy afterwards. That's why she was smiling afterwards. Damn the repercussions that comes from it. That don't matter. Because we're billionaires anyway, so it's going to be good. You're going to be straight. You make you make money, baby. You know, that's what she feels. Like, you, you're going to show them how gangster you are because you still, they're going to be mad, but they still going to mess with you because they got to because you Will Smith. You got contracts already pending. You're a billion-dollar baby. You feel me? So that's how she felt about it. And Will felt like it, to gain her admiration, like a kid who wants to please his father or please his mother, he doesn't want to be disapp- he doesn't want to be a disappointment. That's what Will went. That's what Will did. That's a level he stooped to, to please her, not to be a disappointment in her eyes. And um, he disappointed the world, in my in my opinion. Um, you can say, well, he was defending his wife. Her feelings were hurt. 
Let me tell you something. <laughs> it's like Fire Marshal Bill. Let me tell you something. <laughs> but uh, in the situation of that moment, that wasn't even a brutal joke. Chris Rock's job is not to know everybody's medical condition. Alopecia is not deadly at all. Matter of fact, it's stress-based in 90% of the cases. I'll let you think about that. Now, I'm not going to say 90% because you're going to say, well, Black, where did you find that number? No, I'm going to say in majority of cases, it's stress-based. Women start losing their hair, especially black women. Men get alopecia as well. A lot of men go bald due to alopecia. Uh, but anyway, that is something that a lot of times is brought on by the stress you bring to your life, whether you know how to deal with it or not. It's a, it's a, it's your body's reaction to what it's going through some may say it's self it's self inflicted um I don't know I don't know all the deets uh as far as her, her own personal situation but I do know after the fact obviously she came on with a time of how beautiful she felt like she was and she didn't care about whoever thought about her etc etc if you feel this beautiful and you don't care then baby girl no matter what somebody say, you're going to take that stride. And you're going to stand up like, yeah, the man told you he loved you. You and Chris Rock have been in interviews together a long time. Y'all came through this game together. <laughs> you know Chris Rock. So that shows you how spiteful she is. Um, and I'm going to tell you something else. You might say, well, he's defending her. Uh, because of you know what happened in 2016, Chris Rock's comments in 2016. Okay, you want to take it? You want to take it there? That's cool. But Will Smith, you a man? You got Chris's number, bro. Call him up in 2016. Be like, hey, Chris, hey, you got to apologize for that, bro. That was mean. It was nasty. We boycotted the Oscars because of this YZ reason. I'm gonna need you. A, uh, I need you to put. A, need you to put a, an apology for my wife for that. And then you handle it from there. You don't wait to 2022 on one of your biggest nights to make a complete ass of yourself and using him as the stage for that ass. So, you know what I'm saying? That is how I feel about it. I think it was a cowardly move. Um, I think that uh, his tears during the acceptance speech was was when it all comes boiling down when you know you're a good dude and you made a mistake that you can't really get out of you don't know how to which direction to go that's why he was crying so much um and it also showed how selfish he is to take away from the moment uh, so all that comes into play in that situation um I love I love Will Smith I always will uh but that was a definitely a stain on him his legacy and I think his marriage. Uh, and I think if he ever wakes up from this situation he's in, 
it may be something that makes him just go ahead and, and decide he wants to end that because she's un- she is not good for his health. Not saying that she's not good for somebody's health because I'm sure she is, but it ain't Will Smith. Being everything he wants to be and doing everything he's done, she's not healthy for him. And um, that uh, that's a sad thing to say. You don't never want to see a family, you know, break up. But I think she's not raised. I'm not getting to all that. I'm just going to say that um, it's not been healthy. And I don't think it's a healthy situation for him. I'm not saying they can't be friends, etc. Blase, blase. But I don't think it's a healthy situation for him. And I think it showed. And it all came full circle that night. All right. So that's all I got to say about that Will Smith side. Uh, I talked a lot about Will Smith. I'm not going to talk much about Chris because uh, I don't think Chris did anything wrong at all, honestly. Uh, he's doing his thing. Uh, he he found a friend. He knows that these people are his friends. And I think that's what you got to understand. Chris Rock to me is not a dude who would just put his chin out there if I walked up. <laughs> he don't know who I am. <laughs> he don't know my intentions. I think Chris would have gave me a two-piece. You feel me? I don't think he would have just put his chin out there. He put his chin out there because he was thinking to himself, like, oh, he's about to talk to me. He's about to say something. We're about to, you know, dap it up real quick. And we're going to go from her. You know what I mean? Had Will Smith just walked up on Chris and be like, to me, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back to that. So to me, what he should have did, if I'm Will, and I see my my wife's feelings are hurt, and I'm I'm looking for her admiration, etc. And and I know that she's not gonna, and I can't just encompass her. I don't even know how he'd be in a relationship like that, but he is. So he can't just encompass her and hug her up and love her and show him that he loves her, and that she's beautiful to him, and that's what matters. Since he can't do that because he don't have that type of woman, he has not built that type of situation for himself. So since he can't do that. And he feels like he has to approach Chris. Then he should approach Chris like a man. Present himself open. Leaned in to Chris and said, hey man, I'm gonna need you to apologize to my wife. Right now, in front of everybody. Her feelings are hurt. Look at her. She's hurt. We'll discuss it later. But I need you to apologize to my wife right now. And I have no doubt Chris would have did that. There's no doubt in my mind Chris will apologize to Jada because they're friends from Chris's point of view so that's what I think Will Smith should have done and I think it would have been successful they could have hugged it out and it would have been just a, a beautiful moment he, he could have showed he is a leader he is a man and he is really standing up for his wife that's what that would have shown in my opinion uh, I'm just one black man so I could be wrong but in my opinion uh, if he felt like he had to approach Chris that's what he should have did was ask Chris aggressively assertively to apologize to his wife uh, in the manner correct for the moment uh, and I think Chris would have obliged me personally um, but on to Chris Rock you're not going to hear me say anything bad about Chris Rock probably even if this wasn't a situation, Chris Rock is my dude. Uh, I love Chris Rock um, for a long time. CB4 Chris, uh, a bigger, better, blacker Chris, if that's the name of it, it could be wrong. Just Chris in general. Chris is my dude. You know what I'm saying? He's 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 <laughs> he's, uh, he's um, 
how about you let me look the chicken? You know, that's that's Chris. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I, I love me some Chris Rock. Uh, I've liked Chris more than I like Dave Chappelle. Now, I've recently fell in love with Dave Chappelle in the last five five to six years span. Uh, previously, before that, I wasn't a big Dave Chappelle uh, Dave Chappelle fan. Uh, Chappelle show, yeah, but I didn't even get on the Chappelle show until late because I wasn't a fan of how high and all that type of stuff. I love to stand up, but I just wasn't a real big Dave Chappelle fan. Uh, he, to me, he trended to more towards you know the white audience, um, which is nothing wrong with that. How you get your money, how you get your money, but I just wasn't a big Dave Chappelle fan before the last ten years or so. Chris Rock. I've been a fan since day one uh, that I found him back in the 90s. So, uh, you know, that, you know, he's he's just been hilarious to me. Everything he's done has been great, uh, whether it's funny or whether it's pooky. You feel me? So, <laughs> he, he's just he's just been, you know, great to me. And the people, he put, the people he's put on um, has been great. I, I just think, I think Chris Rock is a legend. Uh, and so I don't have anything bad to say about Chris in this situation at all, in general, and definitely not in this situation. So Chris did everything correctly. Chris not reacting was the smartest thing he could have ever did. Because I'm going to tell you something. Chris is in a lose-lose situation here. And people don't understand that. Black people will say, oh, he should have did this another. Chris could not do this, that, and the other. When he got hit, Chris... Chris two-step got in position to throw one. He caught himself so fast. He said, nope, I can't do that. He he checked himself immediately and got back in the line. Because he knows, see, what y'all understand is, Chris is the help. Now, Chris don't see himself as the help, but he knows what the deal is. You feel me? Will is the star. Everybody loves Will. They love to see Will. They want to see Will win. Chris knows he deserves to make people laugh. And this is not just a, when I say them, I don't mean just white people. I mean them as in there is a separation between the comedians and Hollywood. And Chappelle talks about the best, which is why I fell in love with Chappelle because he started telling the truth in an open way that I finally started to realize and see. And if you see the way that everybody is coddling Will and you don't see nobody looking after Chris, that lets you know that Holly weird situation. Because they don't see it as two brothers in a situation where Will's definitely wrong regardless of who he is. He's definitely wrong. He needs to be dealt with aggressively by, I think, you know, you if you ever read my blog, you see I love Denzel. But Denzel had a role to play in the situation where he should he should have made Will, hey bro you know I understand mm, your reasoning behind what you did but you need, to, you need to go apologize to Chris right now you need to grab that mic and apologize to Chris right now, <laughs> point blank you know what I'm saying um, but he didn't you got Samuel hugging Will up dapping him up, high fiving like yeah now I love me some Samuel see that shows the divide because them dudes make bank we go to see them no matter what they in they stretch across the universe of entertainment 
the Universal movies. I'm watching uh, uh, Totally Me Gray right now. Love it, because Sam Ellen is a beast. So, you know what I'm saying? It, it just is what it is. Anything Denzel does, I'm, I don't, I wasn't a big Oscar, big uh, uh, Shakespeare fan as far as, you know, actually watching him play. I'll read a play, but watching him play? No. I watched Big Beth because Denzel's that man. Not understanding of it? No. I definitely fell asleep to part of it because Denzel was there. I watched it. And that's what millions of other people did as well. Black, white, Hispanic, whatever. They watched them some Denzel do some Macbeth. We don't even know why. <laughs> Honestly, no slides right there. And I believe in that moment, they showed the difference between Will and Chris and just the status of America when it comes to status of Hollywood, even amongst blacks. So that disappointed me. And I think Chris has got to know, he already knows it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's, it's, it's something they talk about as comedians. He knows it. But um, I think it was disappointing. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, yeah. I hope Chris sues him. <laughs> I will say that. I hope, I hope Chris does sue. Uh, and uh, for whatever, because some something has to be done here, uh, and I, and that's what I hope. Uh, it is good to see comedians coming out and standing behind Chris because that is their part of Hollywood. Lavelle Crawford came out and clown, <laughs> which is old school, like. Like now, that's another thing about this whole incident. Now, Will Smith, when you old school comedian, you old school, especially black comedian, now you just open up the floodgates for jokes on your whole situation. Like when people used to respect you because you will, now the comedians, like, uh, it should be on. And it should be accepted because it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I hope Tony Rock uh, can settle down. I don't want to see any violence behind all this. I hope he don't. I hope he can settle down and just make keep it keep it with the jokes. Uh, I don't think we need that in our society. Honestly, I don't think we need that in our race. I don't think we need that in our culture. Uh, we don't need any violence against Will, uh, unless it's Chris and Will. You know what I'm saying? But otherwise, I, I, I hope Tony sits down and just jokes, and just makes some uh, a, a funny, 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 funny joking situation, uh, a funny joke set on Will and Jada and, and just keeps it to the jokes you know what I'm saying because that's where it should be at um, I can't wait for Chappelle if he addresses it uh, because I, that's the Chappelle I've learned to fall in love with who, who addresses real things and I think this goes along with what he said back in the day about the pressure that Hollywood puts on you and uh, so I think that um, I'm hoping that he addresses it but he may he may not he's close so um, they, they, I would imagine they have a brotherhood in that society. So uh, I don't know which side he'll lean on that, but I hope he does address it. I hope more uh, comedians address it in jokes, jokes, people, not violence, but jokes. So that's what I'm hoping for. I hope I can't wait till Chris comes out next year with his set. I hope he gets real with it, and uh, I hope he makes it where it needs to be because uh, it definitely 
he definitely opens up Will for ridicule, uh, as he definitely deserves. Jade as well. Uh, because, yeah, no one's untouchable at this point. <laughs> Figuratively and definitely literally when it comes to Joker. Uh, so, yeah, I'm aside with uh, Chris on this point. Um, and let me tell you something. Last thing. If your man's taking care of you, ladies, if you black women talking about, oh, he said for his woman. If your man's taking care of you on a 24 7 basis, guess what, baby girl? You're not going to feel disrespected in any situation because you know that man loves you. You know he got your back. And you know that he knows you're beautiful. And when you know that, can't nobody hurt your feelings. Period, point blank. So that's it. Uh, on the slap between Will and Chris, blackout. I see what I got to say. Next up is just general stuff. All right, so general stuff, general stuff. So a few quick things I've been, um, it's been on my mind just in, I wanted to cover, I wanted to get on, definitely get down, record it uh, to show that, you know, just how I feel about the situations. Uh, and it's going to be quick, just some quick hitters. I'm not spending a lot of time on it. Uh, but one is Brittany Griner. Um, I personally don't feel like she's getting the attention that she needs and uh, that she deserves that her being an American citizen first of all and I hate to say it but I believe star status should play into it uh, she is a star um, and she's an African American star in the WNBA uh, and I don't think she's getting the same treatment she would be getting if she was uh, Anthony Davis uh, so that's there now I know they do have a thing going on where they say that you know but well, we don't think she should be, her friends or her family should not be speaking out because that could make things worse. I don't believe that at all. I think that's some baloney. Uh, I think that, I don't know how it could get as worse as it is now. She's locked up. And they've already pressed her date, court date back. And so I feel personally, uh, me personally, again, I'm not a specialist or anything in this area. Uh, but uh, I feel like her family and um all her supporters should be pushing and forcing the U.S. government to do more. Period. Point blank. Because um, while you sitting around thinking that it could get worse, well, it is worse. It is bad. And um, I think that it should be put on front street that America is fighting for her freedom. And I know you're saying oh, there's plenty of other people there. There, there's like four other American citizens. I get it 100. percent uh, but um, in this situation, I do not think it's a coincidence at all. I know she was locked up before uh, the the raid, the the uh, war was announced. I get that 100%. But I feel like that she's still a high value target in any time, at any time, uh, for Russia against America. So if you ask me, um, like I said before, Trump got. Um, ball out uh, of China Biden needs to go to work and get uh, Brittany Griner out of Russia period point blank uh, and I, I don't want to hear no excuses I don't want to hear no um, you know well it could it could make her situation worse and I don't think it could 
to show the love and support that a country should have for someone of our stature because uh, we place people uh, of uh, you know on these pedestals uh, she's part of the LGBTQTI LGBTQTI plus um, I don't know if I got it all right but uh, community uh, they should definitely be uh, at, at you know uh, they should definitely be at war. Uh, they should definitely be fighting uh, full-time, 24-7 for her freedom. Uh, she's part of the African-American community. Uh, she's black first. And um, she should, we should definitely be saying something about it if we have a, a voice too. Uh, that's why I'm saying something about it. She's part of the WNBA. All the sports societies, especially the female sports, because unfortunately they do not get paid the same amount uh, for their talent as men do. And so they have to go overseas to play ball, uh, to pay the bills, etc. If they want to do what they love doing. Uh, so uh, in those situations, uh, with all those things also being put on this, I think that she needs to be uh, being fought for openly uh, in the public eye. And um, while we send in 16, 14, 13, 20 billion over to Ukraine, uh, Biden needs to get together. What if he needs to get together to free Britain and that's my personal opinion on that. Uh, so, free Britney Griner. America needs to do what they need to do. That's how I feel about it. Next thing, uh, quick hit, uh, is this whole situation with uh, schools and the indoctrination is going on uh, in schools. And I'm not going to talk about, you know, whether you're pro this uh, or 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 not pro this or anti that i'm not talking about that part the, the, the school is a school and the people in that school are going to push whatever agenda they feel free that they can push the problem to me is parents are not raising their kids to believe in what the parents want their kids to believe in in other words if you do not want your children to be you know if you're if you're if you are pro uh just go to school to learn and you're anti whatever it doesn't go inside your home then your child should already know that from the beginning period point blank your child should understand the expectation of their parent from the beginning that does not mean that some of whatever you know is being taught at school will not creep into your child's mind but if you lay the groundwork in the beginning from the way you when that child first starts talking seeing hearing understanding if you're laying the groundwork and putting in their mind what you want now I'm take that back what you expect from that child a lot of that you don't have to worry about what's going on at school. Because your child's going to come home and be like, this is weird. <laughs> it's weird there. And you all can talk about that. And you can just further reinforce, further reinforce your feelings, mindsets, traditions, etc. This is not a black thing. This is not a white thing. This is not a, this is a cultural thing meaning the culture of your home all right um you should be teaching your child your history uh whether it's race-based whether it's uh 
you know, uh, traditions, etc., uh, ethnicities, heter- uh, heritages, you should be teaching your child that. It's not the school's job. It's not, just, it's not the school's job to teach uh, your children about black history, American history, Mexican-American history, uh, Anglo-Saxon history, which, I mean, is what they see as American history, but whatever. Um, Italian history, whatever. It's not, it's, it's, it's really not. If, if the American history is made up of a ton of different things, definitely based on where you're learning it from so um it's all gonna be general you know george washington uh you get some mlk in there uh you're gonna get some um you know the, the colonists boston tea party yada 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 underground slave trade underground sorry the underground railroad you're gonna get some of that the cotton trade you're gonna get some of that that's fine the civil war abraham lincoln uh you, you're gonna get all that good stuff all the extra that you think your child needs to know, it's on you to teach your child. It's on you, the parent. You had that child. You created that little bundle of joy there. You have to put into their mindset what you want to be there. You cannot depend on a totally different, weird, odd you know, scenario place to raise your child. And um, that's basically what we've gotten into at this point. The reason why there's so much weirdo stuff going on in schools is because I don't say we, because I haven't, I feel me, but because just America has allowed the government, the local, state, whatever. You know, they begged them, do something. Oh, our kids are hungry. Oh, no one's eating. Oh, blah, blah. They, they, they have to go to school to eat and all that mess. And so they just roll everything into that. So they're rolling all their agendas into that. So you get you some breakfast, get you a little bit of this agenda. You get you some lunch. Oh, excuse me, I'm so sorry. Back up there, but you know they give them a little lunch, and then so they give them some of that special interest. You know whatever it is, if it's not what you want it to be, then you're the one who has to build those cages around that child's mind that that's not what we do. <laughs> you keep that out of the cage. And if you're not doing that, then you're setting yourself up for a child that's going to disappoint you because they go to school for eight hours a day same time you go to work i mean it's basically a daycare while you're at work basically it's a daycare system is what we're at now uh is a department of human services basically somewhere for your kids to go we're gonna feed them indoctrinate them and teach them a little bit you know and so uh if if you're not you know backing your child up with the type of standards the type of knowledge that you want them to have then you're setting yourself a fairy and and all your complaints are your fault, if you ask me. Now, if it's something about your kid ain't learning English, uh, then yeah, that's on the school. If your kid ain't learning geometry, and they're in a geometry class, that's on the school, etc. But if you want your child to know all about the Underground Railroad, or all about the Irish potato famine, or all about you know um, the land Mexico used to own that's now Texas and New Mexico, etc., rah 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 then it's on you to teach a child that. 
you gotta get in there and explain. So when they go to school in that book report, they can teach they can teach the teacher something. <laughs> so stop leaving up to the schools to raise your children. You raise your children. Period point blank. You inject all the greatness that you want that child to have inside them and you want them to explode with. You have, you have to inject that. You cannot depend on that school to do it. And in case you haven't been to a school lately, it ain't easy. A lot of those teachers mm, really ain't trying. So, it is what it is. Um, I've seen a Thomas Sowell put a uh, post about you know schools or whatever uh, about you know artificial intelligence intelligence and that type of thing and just asking a question and um, I replied back it was on Twitter I replied back that you know at this point school is obsolete in its traditional form it really is um, especially if you have a child that you're you know that's even trying to learn anything on their own uh if you're already preparing a child you have computer access you're getting your child you know involved in learning you know school is obsolete to a certain extent to a certain extent it is basically there just as a indoctrination station and uh you have to head that off and or else you're gonna get whatever you don't want it just is what it is uh, it doesn't matter. You can put, we can put all the adjectives across around all the, um, you know, acronyms. We, it, it, if you don't want it, you're gonna get it uh, because that's what school is teaching. Uh, they're teaching your kid to love everybody. <laughs> if you want your kid to love everybody, they're gonna get it from school. So, you know, they're teaching them to you know, accept, uh, you know, whatever somebody says, regardless of uh, what we would call facts. They're, they're 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 accepting this stuff, and so if you're not reinforcing uh, right and wrong, what you feel is right and wrong inside your home, then you're setting your child for failure in your own eyes. Because your child's not failure, they're fine, because they're gonna fit the modern role of what a, what American uh, should do. So that's on you, not on the school, honestly. Uh, so that's all I got to say about that. Oh, um, what else did I have in general that I want to talk about? Uh, something else. Uh, oh, North Korea says they will strike South Korea uh, if there's any type of drama in that situation. Uh, that's deep. <laughs> that is deep, which I'm not surprised. Um, but, uh, you know... Kim Jong-un is letting his sister take a bigger role in what's going on there. And I think I think sis has completely different expectations of uh, how things are going to respond and play out. She's about that action. So, uh, of course, we don't want anything like that. You know, but kind of to my Ukraine-Russia thing, again, this is your neighboring country we're not putting troops at your borders and trying to attack the ground what you say they're gonna fire from nuclear uh, she went straight she <laughs> she skipped over oxygen missiles and uh she skipped over all that she went straight nuclear uh you know to south korea that's rough but just saying 
you know, we I'm not we don't have to necessarily risk our soldiers, you know, immediately. We can drop a low grade nuclear bomb on y'all. You know. So I'm just saying that's rough, man. But that's what we're getting to, you know, when it comes to uh, these skirmishes uh, and wars. Um, they're not begging for nobody's help. They just let them know what they're going to do. Uh, y'all got America's help as far as South Korea goes. So North Korea is saying, okay, you know, that's, who, that's what's helping y'all. We see what they're doing for Ukraine. Okay. That's what y'all want to do. Okay. If y'all come over here, so this is the action. Y'all get this action. They bout it. So um, let's, let's hope. Let's hope that don't. Let's hope the DMZ zone does not get crossed in a threatening way. That's all I got to say. That that can open a whole can of uh, something we don't want. So yeah, we don't want that action to happen anywhere in the world, honestly. So yeah, because America would have to respond to that. Um, so we hit Brittany. We had some school action. Just parent responsibility. Uh, a little bit on North Korea and South Korea situation. Uh, if, what ifs, you know. Um, I'm sure there's like 10 other things I wanted to hit. Unfortunately, I didn't take notes. I know I do want to talk about taxes. So, I'm not one who rushes to file their taxes. <laughs> For the simple fact that, you know, I'm probably getting up owing. Uh, so, I don't rush to, you know, to pay that bill. Or go to a payment plan. It depends on the amount. Uh, but I did file taxes here recently, and I'm just amazed at how much they have cut it out of the tax code. How much they have gutted the taxes. You know, the stuff you used to depend on. You know, you know, your hobbies. Uh, you know, working from home. Now, let me tell you something. How are you gonna cut out working from home from being tax deductible? When they send everybody home to work from home in the whole country. Oh, yeah, we're going to pull that out now. Come on, man. That's the most wackest mess ever. Uh, they had a plan. They planned that for sure, for sure. Now, I'm sure that, that happened under Trump. I think it was part of his Trump uh, tax trade, so tax changes. So, yeah. But it is what it is. Um, our tax money goes wherever they want to spend it. That's my biggest problem. That's why I don't rush to foul for the most part. Uh, plus, I'm probably gonna owe. So those two things together, you know, doesn't rush me to doesn't rush me to foul. But I did did my my marketing, uh, you know, duty, and uh, it is what it is. Um, oh, I do. I did want to say this year when I vote, I am voting anyone who's in office out. So I'm not voting for any incumbent. Incumbent. In. Incumber. I'm not voting for anyone who's serving in office currently. You know what I mean. Uh, so it doesn't matter who it is. I don't care if it's a trash man. That's to get my vote. Who's running against the person who's, who's currently in office? I don't care if it's a trash man. They're getting my vote because Washington is doing nothing, absolutely, positively nothing for us. And I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. They're doing nothing for you. So uh, incumbent. Up and I know I sound silly, but it's one of those things that's gonna drive me nuts. Some of you understand what I'm saying. Uh, when you're trying to say a word and you know you know the word, but you can't make the word out for whatever reason. Now, if it was any other situation, I'll be able to say it like you know, just like it was you know that. But uh, because I'm trying to say it, 
I cannot say it, and it's driving me nuts. But you know what I mean? Someone who's already in office, uh, it, whoever it is, I'm not voting for them. Even if I like the person, I'm not voting for them. It's not. I'm voting. I'm taking because we have to understand American voters are to blame for everything we want to complain about. For all the things that are bad that we have problems with, we voted for the people most likely who are in office. So I'm going to do the responsible thing on my end and just place my vote as a complete negative, use my vote as a complete way to say you are not doing your job and I'm voting for the garbage man who's running. I don't care who it is. well you don't know what you're going to get I don't care I know what I got and I don't like it so uh, I'm voting for whoever else is on that ticket uh, regardless of as long as they're not in office they're going to get my vote that's just point blank period Uh, so I think that's the last thing I have vote them out whoever it is just vote them out you know, I don't care who you vote for. Just don't vote for the person who's in office right now. I don't care if it's your mama, sister, brother, cousin. They ain't doing nothing for you unless you get something on the tape. Otherwise, they ain't doing nothing for you. Vote them out of office. And that's the start of fresh anew. Okay? And uh, that's it. All right, Blackout. Um, I do plan on coming back, of course. Um, man, I hope that I can, you know stay on some kind of calendar and get this done correctly um, and keep you all because I really do appreciate you all for listening I really do appreciate you for giving me your time uh, that means a lot so um, thank you uh, and just enjoy be safe uh, if you're in America it's springtime pretty much everywhere so it's beautiful uh, it's allergy <laughs> it's a it's allergic season it's allergy season uh, but, you know, sometimes you got to, you know, take some little nasally and some coughs and some sneezes just to enjoy life. Uh, because, yes, uh, that's what summer, spring brings. is beautiful. And just enjoy it. Uh, so, bless up, blackout, later.